0: you navigate the Disney parks with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug, welcome back. It has been, what, three weeks since we've chatted?
1: It's been a while. Our 17-night European extravaganza turned into an 18-night European adventure Extravaganza. I don't know the
0: right adjectives to use to describe this vacation, but there's a lot of them, and I will try to use them all. Tonight. And there's going to be a lot of shows, so much so that we are breaking this up into two parts. Yeah, so, part two. one will be kind of the Disneyland, Paris, and some of the touring of Europe. And then uh, part two will be the Disney European cruise and some of the mm-hmm. other parts of Europe. So, be looking forward to this week's and next week's episode. Yes. But first, Doug, while you were gone, we yes. got another Patreon. That's awesome. I leave the country and so on's to Patreon. I should go more. Yeah, I I agree. So thank you so much, Amy Palooza, for joining the Rope Drop Radio community. That means so much to us uh, helping to keep this show going. And, and she's uh, Dole Whip level. Ooh, Dole Whip level. Yeah. Do you wonder what the levels are, listeners? You'll have to go to our Patreon page and check them out. There is uh, bonus episodes, extra content, some swag, some fun things in the community of other rope droppers mm-hmm. that love to interact and talk Disney. So if you want to be a part of that community, go to our uh, show notes or webpage, and you'll find our Patreon page and you can join Amy and the rest of the awesome people who are listening to the show right now who also support us. So thank you so much to all of those people. All the patrons. Yes. It is an awesome group. Well, with that being said.
1: are you? Do you have jet lag? You doing dude, all right? I, I'm doing pretty good. I we got home Monday morning. It's now Tuesday night when we're recording this. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Today at work there was some moments where I was like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna have I to go there. I texted you
0: and I said, There's no way I wanna be one of your patients today. I, they all survived, everything went good. I even worked
1: yesterday afternoon. Got home about ten in the morning yesterday and I worked the afternoon.
0: That is why you are the Disney dentist.
1: Well, I have to pay for this trip. Um, yeah, you're I mean, not cheap. We've already paid for the trip, but I got to, you know, pay other bills. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, to the through. credit card company won't be like, hey, we went to Europe. They're like, ah, you'll pay next yeah. month. That's fine. I That's totally right. understand. Yeah. So, speaking of this trip, Europe is not like going to Disney World. There's a little oh, bit more planning involved.
1: A little bit more. Um, the planning process started on opening day for the cruise line. When the dates came out, uh, we picked which Mediterranean cruise fit our schedule. And that's kind of what we worked around. We had to work around dance recitals and that sort of stuff. And that's that's kind of how the planning process got going. And then um, we planned the Disneyland portion. And I'm a big nerd and I started watching a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Rick Steves books, and uh, planned out all the rest. Because we didn't do the like tours of everywhere in Europe. But We did a lot of it on our own and I'll explain how we did it and – I was talking with Michelle earlier. We actually did a lot of stuff like on the cheap um, in Europe. We could have done things much more expensively than some things. Some things we splurged on. Don't get me wrong. Like but... a
0: European Disney cruise.
1: Yeah. Those aren't yeah, cheap. That was that was not cheap. Uh, it's cheaper than Alaska, but not cheap. But uh, yeah, there's but there was some things we did in Paris and London that were
0: definitely on the cheap. So that's kind of the planning. Well, not cheap also is flights to Europe. And when you fly with the McKnight's, not only is it sometimes not cheap, it's also um, a hassle, uh, horrendous. You had some uh, issues flying this time, and I love getting all of your texts. God, every flight we took was delayed. And this is not like just, you know, quick flight to Orlando. This is what, five, four flights?
1: I mean, no, I mean, we went Omaha to Chicago, Chicago to London to get there. And then on the way home, we went Barcelona, London, London, Chicago, Chicago, Omaha. Every single flight was delayed. So, like, we were late two and a half hours out of Omaha, but we had a huge layover in Chicago. So we're like, ah, whatever. That actually we're okay with. But then our flight from Chicago to London got delayed like three and a half hours so we didn't take off from Chicago until midnight. It was brutal.
0: Which so is okay because you got to sleep. Did, did uh, you and your not kids really. sleep? No. Yeah, they,
1: they, they slept really well. Michelle poked me a few times because I was snoring. Well, of course. I could hear yeah, you I'm from like, here. If
0: you don't know what that sound is, it's probably Doug snoring.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't get the most sleep on the plane. But, I mean... It was a it was took a while. We flew a budget carrier over there because we're a family of five and buying five plane tickets is not cheap. So we flew on Norwegian Air. Would I recommend it? No, don't. No. Just just book with a normal carrier. It's probably better. I don't know. It was it was fine. The kids did great though, but we were late getting into London. Right? So I had a few things planned for London, but we were supposed to get in at ten in the morning. We didn't land until like two and by the time we go through customs, have our bags, it was already like 3.30 when we're trying to leave Gatwick Airport. We went, flew into Gatwick. And so there's a direct train to the center of London, but there's another train that goes to the station that's right by the hotel we booked. We're staying in the King's Cross, St. Pancras area. For those that know London, that's a huge train station,
0: tube station. So that you get also uh, nine and three quarters, Harry Potter yep. reference.
1: It's the Harry Potter station. So we were going to get on a train and go straight there. Bought the ticket after trying to use the machine. It wouldn't take the 50-pound notes. So I ended up having to use my credit card. I had I had a, enough cash that in case the credit card was declined for the hotel, I'd be able to pay in cash. Well, the credit card went through the night before, so I knew I had all these pounds I needed to use. And then the machine wouldn't take a 50 It would only take 20s. I didn't have enough 20s to pay for the stupid train tickets. So it was frustrating right off the bat. Asked two different people, is this the train to St. Pancras? Yep, this is it. This is the platform. Get on the train. Like, not even a language barrier. And we go two stations. I'm like, I don't think this is the right direction. We went three stations the wrong direction from the airport on the train.
0: Well, and it's great because you were texting me thinking I was Michelle – and yeah. she didn't uh-huh. get any of those text messages. No,
1: so we get off the train, go around. To Which the I am so platform. glad
0: you had a world plan and could text me through this whole trip.
1: Jesus, um, it was just, it was rough. So first thing I do, I screw up basically. So like Michelle and the kids are questioning the whole trip. Like, is this what it's gonna be like? We need to take this commuter train in. So we get back to the back to the airport, and then they say, "Well, the train we would have been on." got stopped halfway to London because of a signaling malfunction because it was too hot. Oh, yeah, heat wave in Europe right now. and it caused all the signals to fail. So then they quit sending trains to that direction. So then we had to go to Victoria, which is not where our hotel was. We had to get out of Victoria, buy our Oyster card, which Oyster card is like their pass for the tube or the underground. So I wasn't planning on buying that then. Also, didn't take the fifty-pound notes. Ended up having and you have luggage with you, don't you? All the luggage. And you you got—I
0: mean, seventeen days. You—you have a lot of suitcases.
1: Michelle did an amazing job packing. Right, we we condensed it very well. Um, Michelle, Alden, and I each had a medium-sized suitcase, so like one too big to carry on, but not the biggest you can check. And then the girls each had the carry-on size. So we had five suitcases. We each had a backpack, Um, but like. The tube's like, you're going up and down steps. Alden was a champ. He did good. have um, whined a little bit. But then we were thrown into the subway with all our luggage, which was not the plan, from the Victoria Station over to St. Pancras. But, like, St. Pancras, King's Cross area, like, I think almost every line goes there. That's why we stayed there. So the first day was – a utter disaster we got there checked into the hotel went and looked at the harry potter like you can push the little cart into the wall they have a little thing set up by a gift shop the line was like an hour long to get your picture with this thing
0: oh yeah yeah i can imagine
1: we did not do it um you walk around the station you can see where a lot was filmed they used the facade for saint pancras and that was like literally you stepped out of our hotel you could see that so the kids thought that was cool. It was like being in Harry Potter, except there's like bums everywhere. And there's one of the iconic red phone booths, but it looked like it was full of feces. So that was
0: awesome. Okay. I'm now, every time I watch the movie, I'm going to think feces. Not, got it.
1: Not the cleanest area of London. Um, but that was, and then we had, we ate dinner, like, you know, next door to our hotel at a pizza place. And we called it a night cause we were exhausted.
0: I we would only did
1: imagine not. So the next day was better though, Derek. It well, was, I'm it glad was, it could. Well, it couldn't get too much worse. You know, we went, we got on the the tube, we went the right direction
0: this there time. There we go. You're learning.
1: Yeah. Um, we did Tower of London in the morning, which was awesome. Um, they also have a family ticket, which is great. So it wasn't very expensive for a family of five. Uh, it was that was a great first thing to do. We rope dropped the Crown Jewels. If you're going to do the Tower of London, definitely rope drop the Crown Jewels. We walked right through it. Uh later there's an outside queue and like inside it's essentially just, you know, when we're walking through it I was telling Michelle, last time I was here, this was just we we're standing in line. You get to the Crown Jewels and you're actually on a moving sidewalk. So they move you past it.
0: Oh, they force you. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's no pictures or anything in there. You're not supposed to take any. Um but that was cool to see the Crown Jewels. And then we we noticed they have like they're big into their punch bowls. So a running joke for the rest of the trip was, like, that's a big punch bowl. You know, like, we're in the Louvre. Look at that punch bowl. You know, and it's, like, from ancient Greece. For some reason, every culture had a punch bowl, and we continue to make fun of it. But it was kind of funny. Like, you get done seeing the crown jewels, and then they ask for donations to help support the museum. And it's like, maybe you're doing this backwards. I'm not real inclined to give you a donation after I just roll past like jewels of that magnitude i don't know what Priceless. they think yeah hot. like like uh, like there's a fork in the corner that's solid gold i don't that's in the corner collecting dust i don't know do something with that to pay for uh yeah but the tower line was cool then we saw the bloody tower and the white tower and all kinds of medieval stuff and that was cool and then we hopped back we walked after that. We went for, well, we saw the Tower Bridge. That's kind of the iconic bridge in London. Yep. It's not Spider-Man. Far yeah, from home. I haven't seen it yet. I it wasn't saw it. I there. saw it
0: while you were there. Oh, wasn't on the cruise ship. That's
1: next show. But ugh. um, so we we saw that area. We uh, ate some lunch at Subway because it was Sunday. And the first two or three places we tried to go to to have, you know, British food were closed.
0: Just closed on Sundays. You know, there's a Subway every five feet in America. Yeah, there's probably it, one in your garage right now. It's not far
1: away. And so we ended up eating at Subway because it was open. At least you ate fresh? Uh, not really. It was not. Well, I like, what kind of cheese do they have? Because I say American at home. Is it? No, they just had one kind of cheese and they toasted everything. So they like stuck the sandwich in the toaster without even asking. I'm like, oh, so that happened.
0: Subway not, is not a sponsor of this show, by the way. No worries about that. But that no. is funny that you uh, you ate there, yeah, because right? you texted yeah. me and I was like, "Wow, yeah, all the way we to were London not,
1: and we ate at a Subway because it was like literally what was open. And then we walked to, I think it's called Linden Hall Market, where Diagon Alley is based off of. And it was Sunday, so everything there was closed. So that was cool. Well, i we they're
0: taking Poles. the day of rest
1: seriously. Yeah, they do in London. And then we uh, walked around St. Uh, Paul's Cathedral, which is what, the second largest cathedral on in on Earth, I think, after oh, St. Yeah, Peter's. Oh, yeah, those are
0: great pictures. A lot of people commented yeah. on that one on Facebook. and so. Yeah, St.
1: Paul's, huge. We couldn't, we didn't go in because it was a Sunday, and we really didn't want sit, to sit through service, all jet-lagged and whatnot. Um, after St. Paul's, we walked back to the tube, Went back to the hotel, rested for a little bit. Samantha and I went to the British Library, which is right next to St. Pancras and right across from our hotel. Uh, we stayed in the Premier Inn, by the way. I didn't mention that. Premier Inn is like a budget, family-orientated British chain. It it was small. They said they had air conditioning. Yeah, it was cheap. We, we stayed cheap, and uh, it was nice. It worked. But went to the British Library, and a lot of people think, what are you going to see at the library? Well, they have a lot of first edition stuff like Shakespeare and things, but the coolest part was the Bibles, right? Not not going to preach or be religious on the show by any means, but they, sh- they have some historic Bibles there. And by seeing Bible next to Bible next to Bible and reading the things about how they were translated and by who they were translated, it makes you almost question every Bible, like they oh, have the first King James Bible, and they show like the five where basically King James picked his favorite parts and put them in his Bible. We've just kind of gone with that for the last 10,000 years. 10,000? Ten, 10, I don't know. I'm really bad with years now. It was a long time ago. What is it? 20,000? 20, 20, yeah. 10-something. T- like from, yeah, when the Bible math? was
0: created? Or no, the King like James, his, the King wasn't James. It his like sixteen something? Yeah, I think it's a
1: little older than that, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so they a weird show turn. like, yeah, but they have all these right in a row, and it's really interesting. And they like talk about like whole books of previous bibles that just didn't
0: make it in King James. There's a and documentary they, like, on that I watched. And it was weird. Oh
1: man! And so you see it like, right, right there, and so. Samantha and I were the only ones there the other three came into the library and they're like oh this is just looking at books okay so yeah they basically said that to Samantha and left you know they went and got a coke and head back to the room for a little break and uh, yeah Samantha kept reading all this stuff and she so now she questions um, the Bible significantly and every how like you can't take every letter of it at like absolute because you know what there was a version before that and a version before that and a version before that she's like so yeah so that's what we learned there
0: that's interesting
1: yeah i didn't expect to to have you know all of religion questioned that afternoon by my 13 year old daughter but rightfully so um that was a tour yeah so then we did the british museum where we saw the rosetta stone and if, do you know what the Rosetta Stone is, Derek?
0: Uh, isn't Other that than... what I buy to learn a language?
1: It is. And so why it's named that is it was a tablet that they found in a- Greek, uh, Egypt that had ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics and Greeks or Greek on it. So it was like the oldest. They found this artifact and it allowed them to translate ancient Egyptian, basically. Hmm. So it was like the first translator. Um, So that stone is there and then we walked around the British Museum some where like there's statues everywhere that basically their empire stole from the rest of the world and people are touching everything. There's signs saying do not touch like people are touching like this stuff from ancient Egypt. Just it's why we can't have nice things in the world.
0: Uh, When I was in a museum in China, it was a lot worse.
1: Oh, I bet and like the kids couldn't handle it they're like why are you touching something from 20 bc you know like they couldn't handle that we also took a double-decker red bus to get there fun yeah we thought it would be it looks so neat and shiny on the outside then you get inside and you're like oh this is public transportation on a bus i don't want to sit down yeah Was
0: was it also red and full of feces not quite as bad as the phone booth. Is this a London theme? <laughs> if it's red, it's poopy? Maybe. No, we found some phone booths that weren't poopy. Did you find any blue police boxes?
1: Uh, well, I know where one was in Trafalgar Square, where we went, like, kind of after that. We went on a long walk after the British Museum. And uh, the Trafalgar Square has the big lions and other things. And they had, were setting up for a concert. So in true McKnight fashion, it was closed off. We couldn't get to it. That's where the blue police thing is at, too. I would have taken a picture for you that in your been... Dr. Whodom. But... There you go.
0: Uh, yeah, Whovian. Yeah. There you go. Dr. Who reference. Yeah. Who, yeah. There you go. I was looking out for that.
1: But yeah, the it, for those that didn't listen to my New York show, everything gets closed when we go. And so Trafiliger Square was the thing that got closed. And Big Ben, of course, was under scaffolding. Um, we walked along the river, we saw Westminster Abbey, um, Big Ben, Parliament, we ate some burgers along the river, we had a good time in London, and then we uh, so Piccadilly Circus, we hit all the spots. We walked 13 miles that day, Derek.
0: That's what, normal day at Epcot.
1: Right? But, oh, we were exhausted, went back to the room, crashed, and the next day, we we're headed to Paris.
0: Paris, and that's where you stayed and got to do Disney Paris but did you have a uh, you had a day before you did Disney Paris correct so we
1: no we we went to Disney Paris that very first day we got there um, oh okay. we got there we got there by taking the Eurostar that's the train that goes under the channel um so it goes through the channel you guys don't like to rest you just like to go 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 yes that's correct we go through the channel. Um, So our train was delayed by about 50 minutes, which was fun. The trains, they fit about 900 people. So their schedule is really exact. Like they know how many people fit in their waiting area that they have for that. Because you go through British customs to get out of the country, get in the neutral area. And they don't tell you what platform to go to until it's like time. And so they have like 900 extra people in the waiting area while we're there. So it was like miserable people on top of people because then our train left after two other trains that we should have left way before. It was not, not a fun moment. And then traveling
0: with the McKnight's.
1: Yeah. And then we did the direct straight from basically across the street from our hotel in London, direct to Disneyland Paris. And if you're doing London to Disneyland Paris, I will definitely recommend getting the direct train. It was worth – it's a little bit more. I mean it's going to Disneyland. Of course it's more. But it really beats going into Paris and then having to transfer, get on the different train and come out to Disneyland Paris. Because Disneyland Paris is a little bit outside of the city. And I'll t- definitely talk about that after we talk about Disneyland Paris. But the direct Eurostar was awesome. However, there's like brand new Eurostar trains and then there's the one we were on. And the one we were on did not have outlets. Was it red
0: and full of feces?
1: No, not quite that bad. But I rode the Eurostar about 20 years ago, and I'm pretty sure it's the same train. And I'm pretty sure, like, had I, like, I don't know, dropped a a cookie on the floor, it might have still been there. Um, Every other train has Wi-Fi, and they advertise that heavily, except the one that does the direct to Disneyland. It's like they don't like children. I don't know. Makes sense. But we had a good time. How, how long was the uh, train ride? About two and a half hours. So you stop a couple times in England. Uh, and a couple other people get on. And then you stop right when you get across Channel at Lille. And some people get on there. Some people get off. And then you head on to Disneyland Paris. And the train station in Disneyland Paris is very nice. Um, and I'll talk about that after we talk about Disneyland Paris. So we're there. And so we went to a fancy dinner that night. We hit the parks. And uh, where, where do you want to start on Disneyland? Well, first, first? off,
0: I want to understand, because I was gonna. Did you just get uh, three, four-day tickets, or did you get a pass? How did they do that? So they have all kinds of packages. Uh, so we
1: booked ours over a year in advance, which is crazy. And uh, it had a length-of-stay ticket. So every day we were there, we had a ticket from check-in to check-out. We didn't use it all because we went into the city quite a bit to see Paris. that's the way that works. So we stayed on property. There's definitely off-property options. um, There's several on-property hotels. Uh, We stayed at the Newport Bay Club, which... To me, it seems like they picked every um, Northeast American seashore word they could and stuck it in a title.
0: Makes sense.
1: Um, by the end of the second day, the kids were referring to the um, resort as the Randown Beach Club. Mm. I that can was, already
0: visualize that. You was, want to stay in the Avenger Tower that they're building?
1: They're build, that would have been way closer. I would have loved to stay there, but it was behind construction walls. But yeah, like. The maintenance at the hotel at Disneyland Paris is not up to the American standards we know and love. I will say that. There's, like, paint chipping and peeling. Like, the kids were very astute at picking out things about the rundown beach club. And then they turned it into the rundown yacht club because they realized it was gray and not blue.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, like, so let's talk. Like, so it's run down. What about room? Is it same size, same Same size, similar bed layout? Softer, harder. Um, not
1: buying the beds if I had, you know, if I needed to buy a new bed, it's not the mattress I'm going for. Um, it was. They, they said they had air conditioning, but I don't think they define air conditioning like we do. I mean, air conditioning we,
0: for them is what bringing down to eighty, and we're yeah. America's oh my Like God. sixty-four. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was not. Like this first like four or five nights, I don't know that anybody got under covers in London or Paris. It was miserable. Did you have Um, one or two rooms? One room like this. The reason we stayed there was because it slept five. The moderate type resorts that they have didn't sleep five. So we couldn't stay at the other ones. Um, Otherwise we might've fit in better there, but there was no laundry. We had planned on using the laundry, but the, there's no laundry machines. Like you all the Disney world resorts have it. Um, and then like, if you wanted them to do your laundry, it was insanely expensive. So that didn't work out well, but the room was nice. It was big. Um, they didn't have any USB ports, Derek. I would have been screwed. Yeah, you would have been. And then like all their outlets were like in funny little places to where adapters didn't always fit. So that was awesome. Um, and they had a couple, uh, the United Kingdom has a different type of plug-in. and They had a couple of those in the room. So we used our United Kingdom plugs and our EU plugs. So that worked out, but it was a pain. Um, the amenities at the hotel, um, they have like three sit-down restaurants. Sounds neat, right? Yeah. But no counter service, no snack bar, no like anything there was like a cooler with pop in the gift Europeans shop Europeans like to take their time and eat yeah but there wasn't anywhere to like grab a quick breakfast or like a take dessert Take time and enjoy
0: breakfast I know I this is rope to drop to three hours
1: oh my gosh I and it was crazy expensive people talk about food prices at Disney World go to Disneyland Paris and it will like blow your mind the food was expensive and not that good but uh what? yeah, so French there, food not that good? Not at Disneyland. There was some highlights, but not not at our resorts. So the location of the resort was not bad, but the sidewalk we were supposed to take to get to and from the park from our resort was closed. Of course. So we had a trip. Yeah. We had to walk the long way around. So it was a mile almost exactly from the front gate of Disneyland Park to the back door of our hotel.
0: That's a good warm up for a day at the parks uh-huh. at rope drop time. Yeah. So that was our resort, Derek. I don't know. I will wait till Avenger tower opens up to go and stay there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, food wise at Disneyland, like inside the park, uh, my kids were really looking forward to like theme park food thinking they could get like chicken nuggets and stuff, but that that is not to be had very easily. Um, we ended up eating pizza it was slightly better than Pizza Rizzo. Not by much, though.
0: Okay. Well, I, I would hope it's better because you can't get much worse than Pizza Rizzo's. Yeah,
1: that's that's the only reason. Um, I had a lasagna at the uh, pizza places that was pretty good. All the kids' meals there and the adult meals come with, like, ice cream. It's really bizarre. But there are no Mickey bars, Derek.
0: I know. You said that, and it blows my mind. No Mickey pretzels? Nothing.
1: Nothing mickey there, no, there's no churros. Dole Whip. Is, no, no Dole Whip.
0: Popcorn.
1: Yes, there's. No. Ah,
0: there we go. We got one.
1: Yeah, they have like sweetened popcorn, so it's a little weird. But um, what was Mickey shape? There was something. There was some uh, waffles. You could get waffles. Well, of just Like from a food? No, from like a cart. Oh, like you get a waffle just chicken and waffles. Part. No, no, not chicken just, and waffles. Okay. No, they didn't do chicken nuggets very well, so chicken and waffles didn't work very well. But yeah, just random waffles. Um, you could get crepes if they were open, and the kids like those. So we had a crepe at Disneyland Paris before we had one in Paris, which was definitely the right order to do it because once they had the one in Paris, they're like, "Well, we you can't, can't eat go back that again." Yeah. No, the ones in the park were awful. Like, well, they're better than what you get in Epcot. So, you know, um. Yeah, so that was kind of the food. We did eat one fancy sit-down meal, and we probably shouldn't have. It was above our level of sophistication. What
0: was the? uh, What'd you eat? What was the?
1: It was a fancy buffet. I don't know. There was all kinds of fancy charcuterie and stuff, and we're just not, we're just not fancy enough, Derek. There was characters at it. I didn't expect fancy food at when I'm also like meeting Tigger and Eeyore. It just doesn't seem to make sense, and like drinks but saying, are
0: takers not fancy no, I mean he's not
1: he's but really no. he bounces around um he's just not that fancy and the drinks aren't included in their buffet prices. I learned that when I went to Europe, so like the buffet is already more than like in America and that's in euros and then you like convert that to dollars and you're like, Ooh, now it's getting real expensive. And they
0: don't have diet Mountain Dew in Europe, do they?
1: My God? No, Derek. I didn't have a diet Mountain Dew till I got home. It was glorious. I definitely missed that. They don't even have diet
0: Coke everywhere. It's like
1: Coke zero. Yeah.
0: I don't weird. drink either of those. So I, I can't compare taste. but I know yeah. you are addicted. So I, I, I feel I bad. A... And
1: it was more expensive than wine. get a diet coke and so like that first i would just drank
0: all the alcohol so there we go i
1: like i get a diet coke michelle gets a a coke um alden gets a coke samantha asked for chocolate milk and they look at her like she asked for like moon rocks you know or something in her drink so they went and they tried to make chocolate milk and then she like it was probably whole milk and like straight chocolate you know like
0: Chocolate chips that they grounded it up somehow, or shaved. Like they found some chocolate sprinkles, and yeah, Yeah. it, it was awful. So, like, had we known
1: like the pricing of it, we would have all just had water with no ice, just lukewarm table, like room temperature water. I don't know that there's something anything worse on a hot day than being served lukewarm water. I don't, maybe that's why they are like, all the British people were sunburnt. It was pretty entertaining.
0: I would have so, been just right there with them, so I, I can't, my yeah. fair skin. But let's, let's talk more about the park. Enough yes, about the let's food. The let's jump in. First, it's Rope Drop Radio, Doug. I want to know, what is Rope Drop like at Disneyland Paris? Most important question of the night. All right, so every morning at both parks, they have extra
1: magic time. So if you stay on property, you get extra magic time. That starts at 8:30 every morning, both parks. And for that first half hour, it is a ghost town. There was probably 20 people that rope drop Space Mountain on the day it reopened after like a long refurb. Like imagine Space Mountain at Disney World being closed for refurb, reopening as Hyperspace Mountain. It'd have like hours wait at rope drop, right? Yep. Yeah, there was like 20 people, most of them American. That's the only time we saw Americans was at Rope Drop. I Americans in the park were a pretty small percentage overall. Um, but at Rope Drop, we were 50% easily. And I'm,
0: and I'm sure you passed out cards and gear. So if you are I talk, I talk listening to, people, yeah. to this show, thank you so much for checking us out. Yes. If you put up with me in line somewhere,
1: thank you for checking it out um but extra magic time was great they they didn't tell you what was and wasn't open so like we'd rope drop one thing like ah let's go do this walk all the way across the park get to the attraction like oh no we're not open today for extra magic time
0: oh that's frustrating okay
1: like you know disney world like you know like the whole lands aren't open like adventure land isn't open for um not extra uh extra magic hours yes um so you know not even to walk over there right but here it's like the land's open but uh, today thunder mountain is we just don't feel like doing it at the moment i feel like that's exactly the reason and like so like one extra magic hour we did everything that was open and we're like what do we need now so then we we uh we left <laughs> right oh, okay. okay i guess we're done um Extra Magic Hour at the other park. So that's Disneyland Park has lots of attractions, lots to do. Um, it was and, it was a pretty solid park.
0: And one of the things I liked uh, staying at that park was it's is it like our Magic Kingdom in Disneyland, but it's just like similar. weird. Yeah, like bizarro world. There Disney. you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, like everything's similar. It's Main Street USA, so like everything's in English on Main Street because that's the theme. Um it's got a Coke corner that sort of stuff it's really similar but yet just a little bit different one really cool thing is behind the main street shops on both sides there's an arcade or a you know walkway that's covered so a backway so when a parade's going on you don't
0: it doesn't bother you at all you can get up and down ooh i like so, that and there's a bathroom halfway down it what are some of the uh, attractions that you got to experience at that park that we don't have in america
1: so there's Phantom Manor, which is their haunted mansion, which is similar but different and French. Um, that was one that's really good. I think that's probably their one of their best things that sets them apart. The other is their Space Mountain. I did not go on it because Michelle says it would have killed me. She texted me that she said we would have to bury Doug here. Mm-hmm. And so it has a launch, like it starts outside. And the kids said it was awesome. Like, better than rock and roller coaster. Ooh. Awesome.
0: We're flying to
1: Paris. Yeah, maybe. And it reopened like our last day in the park. So they did it like four times, I think, total. Um, But they really loved rock and roller coaster. Um, In that park, other things that they have that we don't have in America. Yeah, there's, like, a hedge maze. There's a lot of walkthrough things. Um,
0: You said there's less characters to meet.
1: The characters just aren't as prevalent, I don't think. There's a lot. There's some, like, outside, like, in the same, like, like Pluto and Pooh were in the same spots every day. They, like, closed early. Like, go back five, six years to Hollywood Studios where, like, at 5 o'clock all of a sudden the characters were just gone. It's kind of like that. Like you'd forget about characters and they're like, oh crap, they're done. Um, we never met Mickey there because we just missed him. Like we'd forget about the fact that he just like you know was done at six, and the park was open till like fireworks were at eleven o'clock every night because the sun doesn't go down there because it's further north and so like it's just daylight forever. Sun came up at like five a.m. and went down at eleven p.m. Um, so it was just just weird. Other attractions, I really like their small world. Um, it's just bright and vibrant. And like the America section's pretty big. And so, like, they, you know, hit every stereotype on the head that they can. They have a very nice farm scene to represent us there. Yay, Nebraska. So that's definitely us. Also, the other thing going on in all of, like, Disneyland Paris and the Disney village that's their downtown Disney area. There's like a Buffalo bill wild west show. And like, there's another restaurant dance show thing that's called like Jim Bob's country Western saloon or something like they're big into the cowboys and Indians thing. Like when they think of America, it's like cowboys, but I guess, we have medieval times, right? So they can have Buffalo Bill. It's a similar setup—a dinner show with people riding horses around.
0: I kind of want to see it now.
1: Yeah, it's very popular. I we didn't go because we're like, ah, we live in the West. We probably don't need to. We've we've been to Yellowstone. We've been to Cody, Wyoming. We, you know, probably don't need to watch Buffalo Bill in Paris, France. Okay that was our thought but yeah that was how was the uh fireworks show at the end that like fireworks 11? yes we watched it on the 4th of july um we sat there for an hour to hold our spot and our spot wasn't even that good and partly why everybody's sitting there so long the wait for us because stuff just closes we nothing couldn't else get a, to do
0: and like the snacks all just shut down like we
1: were gonna get well, a they crepe. don't have
0: snacks anyway it sounds like
1: well they at least had crepes but yeah, they shut down like the kids were like what only thing we can find was there's a bakery on Main Street that was really good. There are pastries and stuff, but they put the most incompetent humans on Earth in it working. So the line is twice as long as humanly necessary. Uh-huh. Um, but we got pastries there a few times. But yeah, waiting for the fireworks. And then to call it a fireworks show is kind of like saying you're going to call the Star Wars fireworks fireworks because it's a lot of projection You know, the the Star Wars show is, like, more show than fireworks, right? Yep. Yeah, this is even less fireworks.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to go to YouTube and watch this one now.
1: Yeah, it's called Illuminations, too, because Disney evidently had no other ideas on names. So they have water curtains that they spray, like in Fantasmic or World of Color, and they project stuff on there. They project stuff on the castle. And so we were sitting down, and I was talking to someone like, does Paris sit or do they stand for things? And was like, I don't know. I can't remember. I know like Japan sits, mm-hmm. America, we stand, and then we put stuff on top of us to even piss people off more. And so it turns out Paris is like 50-50 from what we Googled while sitting there. So we just stayed sitting down. We were on the rope right in the front. We had a clear shot other than some bushes. If we stood up, we could have seen a little better over some bushes. So we wanted to stand. But I wasn't going to stay until everybody else did. People next to us stood up. No one else did. People back behind them start yelling at them. One person comes up. So I'm like pretty confident we're going to get in a fight at some point next to us. And it's just going to fall on top of me. So while Michelle's trying to record the show, you have like arguing in French going on. It was
0: fantastic. Is this something you can post on our social media? I would love that. I don't know. She As soon as they started yelling, I think she stopped. Oh, okay. I'll have to. I'll have to go. Check you have to
1: check it. that out. I'll have to check the footage because at one point they yelled in English, thinking like, "Oh, he doesn't speak French," so then they yelled in English and like, "No, they definitely spoke French. They just didn't care." They're like, "I'm pretty sure I got the gist of it." We sat here for an hour and a half. We can stand up if we want to. Screw off. I'm pretty sure that's what was said, but in
0: French. Okay, I'm good. You're a translator. Mm-hmm. Those a uh, few years of English French or and French in college, and college yeah. paid, paid off, off for you. So, all right, well, that's one park. Yes. Let's jump two. over to the other park. Some people don't even know that there's two parks. Is there two parks? I don't know if it's worth calling it a park. The Walt Disney Studios might be the saddest park. But isn't there a lot of construction? There's a lot of good things that's going to be happening. There's a lot of plans that's like, that really, like, It makes, when the Hollywood Studios
1: was at its saddest point, Derek, Mm -hmm. it was still 10 times the park this park
0: is. Oh, wow. I went to Hollywood Studios before Tower of Terror opened. It was pretty sad.
1: Yeah. I mean, but then you had Backlot Tour that was like a full-on tour, right? Mm -hmm. You saw sound stages, inside stuff, the special effects. Then you went on an actual Backlot, right? I mean, you had stuff. So they have a Backlot Tour. So we did it. It was the saddest thing. Like catastrophe Canyon happens. That's great. Um, but then like you drive past five props from some dinosaur movie you didn't know happened, Dinotopia. I don't
0: Never I, heard of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, right. And it's really bad. Um they have Tower of Terror, it's like Disneyland's version, it doesn't go forward or not. All of them thought it had extra drops in it. I'm like, dude, it's random. It's just like everywhere else.
0: Um but they had their Ratatouille ride, correct?
1: Ratatouille ride. That's pretty cool. That is a lot of screens for people that don't know. Um, it's got a trackless system where your mouse kind of moves around. Your rat, sorry. And then a lot of screens. Um, so that's coming to Epcot. So I've done that. It was cool. its Is it the most amazing ride on planet Earth? No.
0: Should have been done a while ago at Epcot. To you know, absolutely. Ratatouille was
1: what, twelve years ago, give or take. I mean, it just got, just came out, right? No, Um, so Ratatouille was cool, but they built like a little area for one ride and a restaurant, and then they have a crush coaster that the kids really liked. It's kind of it slows down in some spots and the thing spins, and uh, we that does not have fast pass, so we rope dropped that. And I had like a 70 to 90 minute wait all day long. Oh, wow. The, the Glad you rope dropped it. Rope drop that we were thinking rock and roller coaster for rope drop. We really didn't plan much. We didn't do enough research on the parks, but as we started walking forward, like everybody's going that way. Like let's follow everybody. Cause like, these people were here Wait, early it's rope drop. To
0: you should be the one.
1: People there was like following. Four, four families in front of us. Right. There wasn't many people. It was like four or five people. And also to clarify, people sprint full on run sprint and yeah, You can't successful. do that. There's think, no slow down. There's no walking behind a rope. There's no walking behind cast members. It's a full on. How fast can you run? And then you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, let's follow the people sprinting. So we went to the crush coaster. I did not go on it because it would, um, uh, impaired me greatly. I was told cause it can spin as it's coastering, So that's not fun for people like me, but so crush coaster school. Ratatouille is pretty cool. Uh, the kids said rock and roller coasters seem cheap. Like the props and everything were just not have as good been
0: on the one in Florida.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what they said, too. They're like, we didn't know it could get, like, cheaper. Oh,
0: fascinating. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Tower of Terror was just, like, a really long wait for our Fast Pass, so we were, like, kind of tired. And then that is all the attractions. That sounds like
0: four attractions.
1: Yeah, uh, like Star Tours is over at Disneyland Park, so that's not even there. Um,
0: Well, they're building the frozen Arendelle, and are they building a Toy Story area? They already
1: did. So the Toy Story area is nothing like ours at Disney World. It is basically three carnival rides that they plussed up and put some paint on. You know how the really little roller coaster that kind of like goes up and down in a little circle that like babies can go on almost?
0: Yep, been there. That's at our local amusement park.
1: Yeah, there's a Slinky dog coaster like that. Oh. And the kids were like, "Oh, no, we're not doing that." And then there's a RC racer thing where it's like just goes back and forth, up and down, type of like a U-shaped track and Okay. It, that just like every local amusement park or carnival that rolls through town. And then there's the parachute drop, the army men where you go up and down and up and down. That's it. Yeah, it's the saddest little land on the history of lands. It's that we – I don't think we ever did any because they don't have you, Fast Pass. You didn't even they, send me any pictures from that one. No, oh, that's how bad it is. It's embarrassing for the company. That's what it is. Um, So we didn't ever do them because there's no Fast Pass, and it's not open during Extra Magic time. So, yeah, that was
0: – What, what was, about some – okay, maybe not attractions. What about Shows. Shows. So
1: they have a a Mickey and the Magician or Magical Lamp show or something. We did not do it because it sounded really similar to some of the Cruise Line shows. Um, So we just we didn't do it, but uh, it looked good. It would be good. You should do it. We just failed. Uh, There's a Stitch show that's much like Turtle Talk with Crush, but with Stitch. Oh, that that
0: sounds fun. I like that. And And I bet Claire loved it.
1: Yeah, and so there's like one line that's for English and one line for French, so like you get in your language line uh, is how they deal with that.
0: Curious, what line was longer? Um, neither were very long. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and then like there's just random restaurants closed all the time. So that was another problem with the food is you'd go like, hey, we could eat here, and then you get there and it's like noon and it's closed. Like we're just not open to. Is it
0: like uh, at Hollywood Studios with um, Pizza Rizzo's just closes? No, because that's on the times guide, and they tell you. Oh, the, oh, you're right. You can
1: be looking on the app at the menu, clicked on, and then, get there, and it's just closed. They just close random stuff in Paris. Just it's closed today.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to work, yeah. so we yeah. didn't have a backup plan.
1: I mean, we enjoyed our time in the park, but it's definitely different. We like the castle at Disneyland park is amazing to look at. Uh, there are no photo pass photographers though. So like in the morning when they would rope drop like space mountain, I went out to the hub and took some pictures. And as soon as people identified me as an American, all the other Americans started asking me to take their picture,
0: which and is we, a terrible idea because if you let right? Doug take a picture, he's not good at taking pictures. And like So many people like, Oh, that's going to be our Christmas card. Oh, that's going on our wall. I'm like, Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. Click. Like, I am a horrible photographer. You
0: really are.
1: I'm not know high. how. I don't know how I'm so bad, Derek. But I took lots of pictures. Um, one time I was, like, going to stream from the hub, but I never got to do it because, I like, once I started taking one picture, I kept getting asked. And I was like, okay, it's my public service for the day. But only by Americans. It was bizarre. They
0: knew. Uh, they could, they could was, tell. Well, I
1: was wearing a Kansas City Royals t-shirt, so... Way to represent
0: me, the Royals. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have worn any kind of Disney shirt, rope drop or radio a, shirt.
1: I did one day in the park. Our first full day in the park, I wore a rope drop radio shirt. And uh, nobody asked me what that was because I nobody in France cares about rope dropping.
0: Obviously. So,
1: yeah. oh. Only the Americans are there rope dropping and like a couple crazy French people.
0: Was there a uh, fireworks-esque show at the Studios Park?
1: Oh, it closes at like seven.
0: Oh, never mind.
1: Yeah, it doesn't even make it close to. How far away?
0: How far away? Can you walk between the parks?
1: Yeah, um, the kids were disappointed there's not a back walkway. Like, already, yeah, it's not far. Like, it'd be like walking out of. Let me see. Oh, Disney World reference could I make here? Like, the distance to the monorail at Magic Kingdom. Like, you could, about that. Oh, okay.
0: That's not bad. Yeah.
1: Like, around a corner, and boom, you're there. One cool thing when you go in the Walt Disney Studio Park is it's like their main street is in a building, which is really kind of neat for when it does rain or the weather's bad, and you have a restaurant in there and gift shops. However, they, like, will just still be smoking and just walk through a building they have no smoking signs and smoking areas but then the poor no smoking signs must be the most ignored sign on the planet because i'd they're just totally oblivious they'll light up in the middle of waiting for fireworks just glad the people sitting around us didn't but by that by the end of that part of the trip we got uh immune to the uh, secondhand smoke we were not noticing it as much. But in London, it was like the kids were dying. Like, oh my gosh, people smoke everywhere. Welcome to Europe.
0: Yeah. So that's the parks. The parks were pretty good. But we didn't just do the parks, there. No, you didn't. And I was going to hit up. Are they doing a, a bunch of construction? I know rumor is a third park, hotel. So, Did you see a bunch of anything? No. So
1: what what's coming is all coming to the studios. Um, so right now, the Armageddon ride has closed. And it's getting turned into, like, Captain America or Iron Man. Uh, The Rock and Roller Coaster is set to close at the end of the summer. I think that's going to be Iron Man. So there's going to be a Marvel area. Star Wars is going to get built identical to what we have. And then Frozen. They're going to build Arendelle.
0: Okay. So So it might be... It might be worth going to in a few years. When that's
1: years. all open, it's gonna be a whole different experience. Um Derek Doug rope drop
0: true. trip twenty twenty five, give or take. Yeah, it's
1: a little ways down the road. But yeah. But
0: you know, we couldn't go to Paris and not go to
1: Paris. I Absolutely. think Absolutely.
0: Would... Let's talk about some of the sites and things. I love Paris. I went there a long time ago. But uh how how do you get from Paris from Disneyland? to inside paris. so yeah
1: they built disneyland paris out in the suburbs
0: and, and uh, what is it like a big patch of uh what was the fruit there i don't know probably wheat uh, i don't know something. Was, something i'm gonna look that up that was a trivia question know. on the
1: cruise well i missed it then um but yeah it's still got some farmland around it but there's some nice little towns around there but I'd say they built three train stations that all look identical, the last three. It's the end stop of the commuter train. The commuter trains in Paris are called the RER, uh, just R-E-R, the letters. It stands for something that I do not know. But we were on the A line, and when you're in the city, it's easy to spot where you're headed because there's a Mickey head, a little Mickey head on it, so it's really easy to use. We bought train tickets that were good for a week. And so we had unlimited everything, uh, the Metro and the RER, both, and buses. How long was it, it, the train? So it took us about 45 minutes to get from the train station at Disneyland, which is right where the Eurostar pulled up to, um, all the way into the city center,
0: okay. which isn't
1: too bad. No, it was pretty good. Um, That's we like paid, going
0: from Animal Kingdom to
1: Magic Kingdom
0: some days. Right.
1: Right. We paid in U.S. dollars, I looked today, $31 a piece for our train ticket. Now, they want you, they advertise to you to buy a visitor ticket at 70 euros, which would be like 80-some bucks. But you could buy the local ticket, but you have to do a little planning. You have to take a like a passport-sized photo that they actually stick to your ticket. So you have to go and jump through a few hoops, but it saved us a ton of money and then that also worked for everything we needed it to. So I was pretty pretty proud of myself for buying the uh, that ticket. So if you're listening and you want more information on the train ticket, message us. I'll fill you in on all the details. I don't want to bore everybody with train ticket details. But you don't have to get the visitor pass. Okay. Uh, but we rode the train in. The very first morning we rode the train in. We walked the mile to the train station because it's right by the entrance to the Disneyland Park. We get on. We're cruising along. Also, we're stopping at East Station longer and longer. And then they make a whole bunch of announcements in French. And, like, you know, when they make announcements on a train or in an airport, you can't understand them in English anyway. No. Nope. To so do that in a foreign language, I was hopeless. Everybody starts getting off the train. I look over at Michelle. I'm like, well, this isn't good. So we get off the train because there are signaling problems again. The same thing that plagued us in London now is
0: pretty... traveling with the McKnights.
1: Right? So we follow everybody like five blocks over to a, a metro station. And it's the very first stop on this line. So the commuter train got us just far enough that the metro was starting to pick up. We crammed into this subway car. Oh, it was not pleasant. It's rush hour in the morning. Every stop, you're thinking like, well, there's none of those people are going to get on. Look, no, like five of them every time. They just squish in there. It was miserable. We got to where we went, and we're like, oh, my God, if it's like that tomorrow, we're just not coming back to Paris. But that was the only time it was disastrous. Otherwise, the commuter train worked great. And if we can do it, anybody can do it. Um, So we used that to get in and out of the city. We did three full days in Paris. We saw stuff. We saw churches. We saw museums. We saw – Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Um, We start with – the first day we got a little late start because of all that extra excitement. Uh, Saint Chapelle, the church, um, where the upstairs has the huge stained glass windows. And so that was the first thing the kids saw in Paris. And they're like, kind of like, holy cow, where did this come from? Gorgeous church. And then we walked around Notre Dame. We saw them putting up new uh, trusses on the roof. So that was kind of cool. You know, it may have burnt down because we were coming, but. We saw the new trusses they're, go. Yeah,
0: up. they're fixing it.
1: Um, then we walked to the Pantheon, which goes through some non-touristy areas. We stopped off in a grocery store, got some drinks, a snack. And the Pantheon is gigantic. And it's up on a hill. And you you get to go down in the crypt. You, like We saw the Braille, the guy that invented Braille. His name is Braille. Um, saw his tomb. I mean. Didn't know that. I learned something that's, new. That's something. Um, I thought it was weird that his tomb had his name like carved in it, like everybody else. Like, you, you couldn't have put it in Braille on his tomb. Like, that was maybe just me. Maybe that just maybe guess, just me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, saw the Pantheon. Then we walked to Luxembourg Gardens, where we ate our first McDonald's meal of the trip, which was an adventure, because um, it's totally different, and uh, that was enjoyable. Walked through the garden saw the Statue of Liberty that's in the Luxembourg Garden. And then we walked over to the Orsay. Uh, so the Orsay is like the second biggest museum, art museum in London. It's where all the Impressionist painting is, like Monet, Renoir, all those guys. Um, so that was really cool. Saw some water lilies, stacks of hay. Uh, the kids, I think, liked it. They saw some paintings. They're like, oh, that was in a Little Einstein's episode. So Little Einstein's paying off. Your kids don't watch Little Einstein's so though, do they, Derek? No,
0: they do uh, Creative Galaxy.
1: Oh yeah, I have no idea what that is. That doesn't is that a Disney show?
0: No, it's on it's Amazon Prime.
1: Do you allow them to watch non-Disney
0: television? Very rarely. How dare you DuckTales will. is on hiatus. What else am I supposed to do right I, now, I Doug?
1: Yeah, so Little Einstein's was Disney. It was great. Back when it was Playhouse Disney. So there was some artwork that they recognized for that. Um, so that was one day. That was our first day in Paris. And then our second day, we rope dropped the Louvre, Derek. Like, we rope dropped the heck out of the Louvre. I love the Louvre. And then we went in the side door. No, we did not go through a pyramid like a sucker.
0: We oh, did not, smart. We did, no, I went through only, the
1: pyramid. Only suckers go through the pyramid. I'm a so sucker. There's the side entrance. Um, it's called the carousel. You go down in, is like a shopping mall. And then you come in from the side. And so where we came in, there's only like three people ahead of us. And we beat the rest of the crowd to the escalator up towards the wing that the Mona Lisa is in. We were the first regular day guest visitors into the Mona Lisa. So you took
0: that picture and I was like, how? Because when I visited the Mona Lisa, it was myself and 10,000 other people.
1: Yeah, it's how many people can fit in the room and go. And so there was like a small group because you can... Purchased some like pre or like opening passes, like small group things. Um, so that small group was in there. As soon as we came in there, they looked like, Oh, they ran away because they knew the masses were coming. But we moved swiftly and efficiently to the Mona Lisa. Gone there. We had the rope on the Mona Lisa to where we got a picture of each kid with it in the
0: background. Yep. Like, I was, like, I'm still shocked.
1: I, I was pretty shocked too. I was expecting to hopefully get a picture of the Mona Lisa, not like me take a selfie with the Mona Lisa because I'm short. So if I take a selfie in a crowd, it's just, you know, the crowd. I don't, there's nothing on the Mona Lisa. I'm not t- even tall enough to take a picture usually in a crowd. So I was. Did it live up to your expectations, Doug? Well, I've seen it two times before. Oh, never mind. But the kids' reaction lived up to my expectation because they're like, that's it. That's it. That's it. What, what's most
0: famous painting it? of all time,
1: huh? Why are we so what, you know? And like the rest of the day, they're like, "That was it." That was. I mean,
0: and in the Louvre, I mean, you have giant tapestries giant. and paintings, and in the Stop. Mona Lisa, yeah, it's still it's
1: mind like this blowing. Little
0: painting, just that's that it? everyone beelines to when you have some of the most incredible yeah. art that I've ever seen in my life. Like you're sprinting past other art. Yes, exactly.
1: To get to this little painting that's roped off you can't even get close to it and yeah and we yeah there was maybe 10 people in the room with us so we were the you know 11 through 15 that was pretty crazy uh but that's why you rope drop absolutely we, we were there early that's why was, you guys are the rope drop masters yeah we we rope dropped the heck out of that then we uh we got some lunch and we went to the Arc de Triomphe I've been there I uh, love that we climb the stairs to the top it's a great view uh, definitely enjoy the view of the arc de triomphe i think it's the best view in the city i prefer that view over um, the eiffel tower and sacre coeur that that's just that's that's the statement i'm going to make there
0: okay arc de triomphe to view. each their
1: own and, and so you know it's just like 300 steps in a spiral staircase all the way up just spiraling coming down you're like dizzy yeah you have okay. motion sickness it, i'm surprised you it weren't buried was... there <laughs> i wasn't i've i survived but we had a really good time at the top and um it was not too crowded it's really big up there so compared to like like doing top of the rock in new york city where it's like people on top of people because it's just an elevator ride up anybody mm-hmm. can do that i think the stairs eliminates some people, I'm pretty sure there's some people that pay to do it that don't make it to the top. There has to be. Um, that was on, we did that on 4th of July. I went back to the parks after that. Um, do we talk our, the Eiffel tower? That's the last thing we did. Okay. So the last morning we went and we did Sacred Crew, which is the big white church on a hill that a whole bunch of nuns, nuns pilgrimage to. Which is really weird. I don't know what's so special about it in the Catholic face. I'm sure somebody listening can explain why Pilgr- let, Someone let us know. There's nuns everywhere flocking to it. Um, it's also the shadiest area outside, like, with the scammers and pickpockets. And it's just, you climb up all these steps. Like, they, they go and they put these bracelets on you. And then they want money for the bracelet. And like, a dude grabbed my arm. Like, to put it. I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, so we're walking with our hands in our pockets. You know, we're telling the kids, do not grab anything from me. And this guy, like, full on grabbed my arm trying to put a bracelet on. And like, no. And there's cops just standing there. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, police something. Different world get... over there, Doug. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that and that church is amazing inside. i would never been inside, but it's just gigantic. Um, and really neat to see. And then we, uh, from there, we went to uh, the Eiffel Tower. Right? Yeah, the Eiffel Tower, or Trucadero area, and saw it from across the way. Um, and then walked over the Eiffel Tower, all kinds of fun pickpockets and scammers over there, too. Not quite as bad as Sacre but close. And, you know, if you listen to my New York talk about the uh, Statue of Liberty, and just kind of it was a long, miserable process, the Eiffel Tower is very also similar. A long miserable process. I mean, we had a time ticket. We did everything we could to make it fast, but you still stand in a line just in the blazing sun for a half hour for no reason, and you cram into a little elevator, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then we went all the way to the top, looked around, went back down. It was, you know, we stopped on the first floor a little or the second. I don't even remember. By the time we were in the Eiffel Tower, we were exhausted and tired. And Is that, that's when you texted me that you're ready
0: for the cruise. Ready for the cruise because the Eiffel Tower just zapped the life out of me.
1: Just zapped and, of the life. course,
0: you went during one of the worst heat waves Europe has ever faced.
1: And, I mean, we, we did, though, like highlights of Paris after the Orsay. We had some crepes from a creperie that were excellent. Before the Eiffel Tower, we got some crepes from a stand that were also amazing. Um, so there was – like the crepes were really good. We also learned at Disneyland Paris – so there was nowhere in our hotel to get snacks, right? And food at the park was ridiculously expensive. It took us a couple days to figure out – we go into the train station. There's a store called Relay there that's kind of like the Hudson News in an airport. but And they had – all kinds of stuff like a convenience store. So we started going into the relay to buy bottles of pop and snacks, and the kids got to pick out different snacks each day that we kept trying. And so they learned that they loved the snacks in Paris, but we were buying them at relay. And so, like, when it came time to head to Barcelona, we're hitting
0: up relay for our lunch. So, but I think that's next time. That's next week. That's a lot for one show to even digest, yes. but that's. Disneyland, Paris and London, and the rest of Paris that's only half of your trip though, so this is only half we're halfway there, yeah, which is great, great place to take an intermission for a week and then come back and discuss the European cruise and Barcelona and all that stuff. Uh, I gotta ask, is it hard to come back to real life after eighteen days on vacation?
1: yeah, it, it is really hard, and you know though this trip was like more work mentally. Then it wasn't like sitting on a beach cruise. I mean, it was a busy.
0: Oh, it sounds like, it. I mean, not a lot of people late. do all those things that you did in one day.
1: When no. Sites.
0: I mean, Paris can be there for weeks.
1: Yeah. And like, we didn't stay late in the evening in Paris. Um, we got back and we like, there was a day where we got back to the room about six. We just sat in the room. Didn't even go in the parks. You know, so we did have some downtime built in there, but we were up early most days to beat the crowds, beat the heat. And we're glad we did that. But we really enjoyed Paris. Um, The kids, they did enjoy the parks. Um, Yeah, they they all had different things that they liked the most about it. And I think the crepes were number one.
0: Of course, Uh, I would hope so.
1: Yeah, I convinced Claire one time to get bananas and Nutella on her crepe, and she's like, eh, but she went with it, and she she said that was the best decision of the trip. See, you
0: actually had a good decision, Doug. You yeah. didn't screw you know, up
1: everything. No, I didn't. We never got on the wrong train in Paris. That's good. You're learning. We never went the wrong direction. Um, So it's funny. In the country where there's a language barrier, I did better than... England just the signage wasn't as good. However, we did notice the crosswalks. Awesome in London, like there's no confusion. You push a button, it's Paris. Mm, Seriously, well, you guys cheater. don't even
0: try to blend in. You're wearing like Nebraska gear and royal stuff. Is yep. I mean, why? Why not? We were traveling with the McKnights. We wore
1: some USA soccer stuff because the World Cup was going on. So we were at Disneyland Paris when the the women beat the English. And so there was a lot of English people around. So we saw a little bit of the game, and then I kind of backed away and then went back to the room to watch it. I did not watch it with the uh, mob of angry yeah, English people. Could have been. And lost. They, they were very passionate.
0: Yes. Yes, not, they are.
1: Not need to, Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I am glad you're alive and talking to me. This is a long time. This is the longest I think you and I have ever gone without chatting. I know. I I'd know. have Ray on as a host last week, and a couple uh, before. So it's good to have you back on air in the studio. And uh, man, I I love living vicariously uh, through your trip. You put a lot of great things on all the social medias. So if you want to go back track and Doug's going to be putting some more stuff up this week on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Rope Drop Radio. Be sure to go on there and give us a follow and like because we'll have a lot more stuff involved.
1: Yes, I will post plenty of London, Paris, and the parks. We definitely enjoyed that half of the trip. And uh, we are sad to see it end, but yet excited about the cruise on the horizon.
0: Everyone loves a Disney cruise. So we'll be talking about that next week. So if you would love to book a magical Disney cruise or Disney Paris or any kind of Disney vacation... Be sure to talk to the Rope Drop Queen, Michelle McKnight, now that she is super expert at all of it, and she, she can is. help you plan, and she can tell you some of the mistakes Doug made and help you avoid those as well. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think she was quite prepared for the no
1: Dr. Pepper for two weeks either. Kind of like I, will, I knew I wasn't going to find Diet Mountain Dew, but I don't think she was as aware that she wasn't going to get her Dr. Pepper the whole time.
0: Okay, well, I would have to try the coffee out there and see if it was better coffee than what I get at the Disney parks here.
1: I totally forgot that we kept rope dropping Starbucks um, for breakfast. Joe, there you go. So weird to rope drop Starbucks because, like, it was the only thing open and we opened in plenty of time to get to the rope drop because, like I said, there was like 20 people there. So it wasn't really intense. But their pastries at Starbucks were phenomenal. And then we ate in Chicago Uh, We had breakfast. Like, the only option was either McDonald's or Starbucks in the airport in Chicago the other morning. And so the kids are like, look, there's a croissant just like in Paris at Starbucks. I'm like, guys, like, guys, no, America Starbucks. They don't know. Don't. So they ordered just like they did in Paris. Like, Claire didn't even finish it. She was like, I think she was trying to come back to the real world after that. It was like, I can no longer eat croissants and like put it back in the bag and threw it in the trash. And I'm thinking like that's a five dollar croissant you just threw away. But in Paris they're like one fifty. They're like super cheap too, the the pastries. Oh the pastries were good. Your
0: kids are changed for both good and bad forever after this trip, that's for sure.
1: We ate lots of pastries.
0: It's good as as you should if you're in uh anywhere pretty much in Europe, especially in Paris. And Starbucks. And Starbucks. I'm proud of you for that one. So there you go, Joe. Back to the mouse. I know you. Uh, I know Doug just made you happy with that one. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and be sure to book with Michelle. Her email is in the show notes. But that is all the time that we have uh, because we need to uh, record next week's episode here. So be ter- listening for that when we talk about uh, the Disney Cruise in Barcelona. So. For Doug, welcome back. You're jet lag. You need to get some sleep, Uh too. I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.